Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. It's your boy Sully on the Excuse Me Podcast, Maximize the Moment Podcast, Let's Get It Podcast, God is here for you and God loves you podcast. So eager to get to the word podcast and I'm excited that you're here and I'm grateful that you're here and I want to pray that God touches your body in a mighty way. I want to pray that God puts health into your body during these times. I pray that God protects you. I pray that he gives you the more fortitude to encounter everything that you're going through. I don't know the challenges. I don't know the adversity, but I pray that God gives you the mental strength and I pray that you lean on God and lean on his strength to get through whatever it is you need to get through so you can get through to get to where God has called you to. And with that, we're going to get to the word of God. We're going to go to Acts chapter 8 verses 9 through 13. And with that, pull out your digital scripture or your physical paper scripture, as long as you're in the scripture. And we're going to get into that right now. So with that being said, now for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great. He boasted that he was someone great. And all people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed that this man is rightly called the great power of God. They followed him because he had amazed them for so long with his sorcery. But when they believed Philip, but when they believed Philip, as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed Simon himself believed and was baptized and he followed Philip. He followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles that he saw. There is a term out there called spurious. This term spurious, it means not being what it purports to be false or fake. Something that proposes to be what it is not spurious and without going deep into it, we can already quickly in our minds probably gravitate towards an idea, a person, or a thing that we know of that pretends to be something that they are not. We see it with the facades of celebrity, social media, within world religions, within the capability to orchestrate deep fakes nowadays. In the cyber community, there are many attacks that pretend to be something, that they're actually something else. We are living in a world where it has been ever increasingly difficult at times to distinguish the real from the fake, what's filtered and what's natural, who is really behind the profile, who am I really communicating with, who am I really interviewing, What professionals or what people am I trusting my kids with? Is this institution really what it says it is? Let's take a quick segue to Matthew 24, verses 3 through 4. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of age? Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. And let's segue back to Acts. And here in the book of Acts, we are introduced to the spurious Simon the sorcerer who claims on his own accord 
to be great. And the Bible says all people, both high and low, great and small, gave him their attention and exclaimed, this man was rightly called the great power of God. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. And the people, they attributed power to God, but not discerning the right kind of power. They attributed something they believed looked like God, but was not God. This is huge, and it points out the relational disconnect that people had with God. It is easy to mistake and fall prey to the deep fakes when you don't know the real one that is being imitated. It is easy to mistake and fall prey to the deep fakes when you don't know the real one that's being imitated. Let's look at Colossians 2, 8 for a second. See to it, and this is Paul speaking, see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. The New King James Version says, beware lest that anyone cheats you through philosophy and empty deceit according to tradition of men, according to basic principles, basic principles of what of this world and not according to Christ. It is vital to know, it is vital to understand who Christ is so that we are not easily swayed, easily confused by people or things that propose to be something that they are not. They can be filtered through the word and not the word through them. They can be filtered through the word and not the word through them because we know the word. We understand the left and right boundaries. Anything outside of that is easily identifiable. A simple example would be anyone that you know well that has a consistent behavior pattern over a certain amount of time. And when someone comes out of the blue and mentions something that is contradictory to their normative behavior, you can understand the falsehood of that opinion because it does not align with their baseline behavior. And the same is exactly with God. God shows us his behavior and characteristics since the beginning of time's existence and provided a baseline up until and through Christ. And verse 12 goes on to say, but when they believed Philip, when they believed Philip, as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. And Simon himself, Simon himself believed and was baptized. And he followed Philip everywhere, not just some places, everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles that he saw. Real, recognized, real. My God is a real God. There's something about when God hits you, there's an experiential force that when God hits you, when the spirit hits you, when it convicts you, when it pierces your heart, there's something that, that pulls on you. There's something about God, right? When Elijah walks by Elisha, there's something that makes you burn up everything that you got, everything that you've been attached to, all the cattle, all the equipment, and makes you follow behind him. There is something about the true power of God that pierces through the heart, God's word, God's pureness, God's goodness, God's love, wrapped up in mercy, forgiveness, and justice that penetrates the spirit. The realness of God cannot be denied. God is not some distant cosmic force that cannot be felt. He is someone that makes us drop our nets, even though we've been fishing 
fisherman our entire life, even though I have a, a, an entire craft, even though this is what I think I've been called to, there's something when God calls you to that cannot be denied. His spirit and his word dwells among us and is an experiential force that is a life-changing, life-changing the more and more we give our lives over to him and focusing on him. There are a lot of disturbing, distracting, and fake things that are circumnavigating the planet today. But when we filter those things through the word, we cannot discount the photoshopped, we can discount the photoshopped doctrines and not only see the reality of what's being presented, but how the prevailing, unfailing truth of God is. When we latch ourselves onto what the truth is, we can see the deceit and the lies that has been presented to us in our lives. I want you to hold on to that. I want you to hold on to God. God is a real God. I want you to lean on his strength. I want you to continue to move forward. I want you to continue to study the scripture. I want you to continue to research and dial in to what God is telling you in your life. I want you to pray. I want you to fellowship with others, especially as us. We have the privilege of the United States of now gathering more. I want you to gather corporately. I want you to be, I want you to gather personally with God. And I want you just to have a holistic perception when you come at it with God. I want you to ask the hard questions and I want you to get down to the nitty gritty truth of what God is and his goodness and his mercy and all that he provides for us on a daily basis. And I'll see you next time on another Maximize the Moment. Let's get it.